The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the VOD Squad, the show about streaming technology. Uh, tonight you're being uh, hosted by me, Matthew Ross, and this is episode 203, and tonight I am joined by Michael Aston. Hey Michael. Howdy y'all, how are you doing? I guess I shouldn't say y'all, I mean, maybe I'm addressing the audience, maybe I'm addressing you. I'm I, Howdy Matt, and... I, Y'all, if there are multiple people watching or going to watch at some point in the future. That's correct. Uh, amazingly, there is like, it's just us tonight, which is a little weird. Um, normally, uh, Clyde and Jimmy are here. I don't know where Jimmy is. I'm sure he's busy with something because, you know, be, be, being a partial owner of TikTok is a big deal for him, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the story for us is that we know that um Clyde's power is out so we're trying to, we're letting me drive the ship today which means uh oh oh we're only 20 minutes late <laughs> which isn't too bad uh that does mean that since Clyde isn't here we could probably get through these stories faster because we won't have so much complaining as we go right I don't know is that true I that's my theory as well I think we will be a little bit quicker okay well I we might be able to get through these stories quickly for tonight, but um, I gotta say, hey, uh, how's uh, how's everything for you right now? <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> That's pretty much sums it up. Um, my um, allergies are not appreciating the weather here. Oh well, I appreciate you coming on with us to help me out to for today for these uh, these stories here. We're gonna dive right into the stories for the week though so here we go hey we're going to start with the story about fubo okay. are we are we going to um ignore the um the turtle in the room um uh, it's not an elephant it's it's a bowser you're you're broadcasting from a different location <laughs> in addition to being the broadcaster this time it, I, tell us about this place where we can see the back of your head okay and, hold, and on, hold on hold on hold on hold on uh, you can well. First of all, I have actually been in this room a couple of times. I really have. You didn't notice that this changed the last a couple a couple episodes. Seriously, this is not the first time. Have you been having a fever dream? Are you feeling well? I, I have been sick a lot lately. So <laughs> combine me actually not being here with um, with me being semi delirious when I have been here. Yeah, that might be the case. Okay, well, and I'll give you the introduction to the room. This is uh, our, our our spare room. It's actually a room built into our garage. Uh, when we got the place, they said, technically, this isn't supposed to be a room, but so if you want us to, we'll tear it down before we sell it. And we said, we'll keep it. And it's been the game room for, for the longest time, thus all the games and all the video games and that thing and there's a big screen tv over here and there's a futon over here uh but, but i've been working uh slowly to get out of that purple room upstairs and getting into here because it's in the garage i can be loud and obnoxious and uh be less worried about you know waking people up in the middle of the night so i might actually be using this more if i feel hey. i can get the chance 
and uh, we might be making this more of a studio anyways. Uh, actually try to get some music happening in here. Um, you know, just try to make this space uh, that kind of thing and podcasting. That's so. All right. It's not bad. Cool. It's, uh, it does the job. I'm pretty happy with it. But yeah, this is uh, this is I've been using it for a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry, I didn't notice. But thank you for the introduction. <laughs> it is cool. It is interesting to have um, to have the view of the back of your head, too, though. Uh, the back of my head. There's a mirror. Oh, there's a mirror. <laughs> How's my hair? Is I've okay? never seen the back of your head before, Matt. <laughs> is it OK? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, now you'll know when I need a haircut. That's fair. All right. Uh, okay. Somebody, please, let's get Tell this. me about the weather there, Matt. Oh. I think that we should talk about the weather. The we well, you know, that is the subject every time we talk about this stuff. And just briefly, I'll just tell you the weather has been wonderful. And we're finally cooling off from basically we've been having 80s for a while. And now we're finally dipping down to the 70s and foggy mornings and and uh, and night decent afternoons. This is fall weather for us. We're finally getting uh, our, our, our normal fall weather, which lasts that very brief three or four weeks before the rain comes. <laughs> it is beautiful here during fall weather. Spring and fall is beautiful yeah. here and summer it's often pretty nice too but Sounds then good. the 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 rainy season arrives and if you can't if you can't stand it you, you get out because it's it can be dreary oh well that's okay we're gonna be talking about weather anyways oh geez you were trying to set me up for a segue and i did not take it oh Man, Fubo TV is picking up AccuWeather TV <laughs> Network, and uh, let's take a look here at the story. That's uh, them taking on. I see. I'm not. I'm far behind from even this. Uh, they've this, they were able to uh, to fashion a deal with the, the TV network AccuWeather TV in order to provide uh, the 24 seven uh, um, uh, weather channel to their uh, users. Apparently, no additional cost. Uh, this is um, Fubo's uh, the guys who've been doing uh, mostly sports. So I, I'm surprised they haven't had at least some kind of weather channel on their list from this. So yeah, I think I think this is a good move. Um... I've I've known a lot of I've seen a lot of stuff about AccuWeather over the years. Use them occasionally, and I think that that's a, a good option. And the it's it's a natural choice. You got to have the weather. Well, you, you, so, so you have the uh, the Weather Channel and the Weather Channel app, which has been like the gold standard forever for weather TV, right? Yeah. Uh, but as of you know recently, some you know Weather Underground and AccuWeather and these other guys have been sneaking in and trying to make their own take their own piece of this pie. So it's interesting uh, that this is happening. I'm uh, I, I would be I, I mean I haven't taken the time to look to see what other ones were already on Fubo TV. But if this is like a big get for them or something like that, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean AccuWeather's been around for a long time. They're not a new company. They've been around since uh, like the '60s. Right. Um, in fact, you know, 1962, I think, um, started by Joel Myers, a Pennsylvania State University grad student in meteorology. I'm this is if I recall correctly from the words that I read on Wikipedia just now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> OK, I'm not that big of an AccuWeather aficionado, but I but I am familiar with them. They have been around for quite a while and they do have a, a solid website and I have used their website many times. Um, for a different perspective than what the Weather Channel offers. And um, I think they're pretty good. So I think it's a good addition to the site, to the to the network. 
Okay. Hey, okay, just real quick, we're going to have a story here about Apple TV. Apple TV has uh, launched uh, updates to their Apple TV OS for the Apple TV and the uh, for the Apple TV HD and for the Apple TV 4K. Uh, this is uh, minor updates to uh, uh, the other ones out there. This is mostly uh, being a, a release that's been fixing some bugs out there and opening some... Uh, but uh, really, it's kind of unclear what the fixes are on this. But Apple TV is... Uh, uh, been uh, working on making sure that their uh, system is being uh, pretty stable for their users, and I'm hoping that the I'm hoping they're happy with it. I wouldn't know because I don't have one. So, <laughs> but what's okay. but what is interesting about the Apple 4K is that we now have uh, Disney, Marvel, and Pixar movies that are in 4K now available on the Apple TV and iTunes. Maybe this is what that I that that update was all about. Uh, apparently, Apple's been been uh, trying to get the uh, 4K out for everybody uh, for all the different films, and it's been a long time since uh, they've been tr they've been trying to get this, the Disney uh, uh, series to get become 4K on here. And this is something that's been on every other platform. I wonder what took them so long. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I think that it's always good to see them them moving um moving to more platforms and uh, i think it's just a, a matter of priority right yeah I, 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 I you know the fact that it's taken so long you, you, my conspiracy brain cops in and says somebody somewhere was being paid yeah, I was trying to get the right amount of money for something here you know that this is a was a negotiation and knowing apple and Disney, two of the staunchest kind of uh, you know, holdouts for getting their their piece of the pie. Yeah, I could see that would be the reason why it would take would have taken so long for them to get this. But still, I don't know. It seems like uh, uh, seems like it's uh, uh, it seems like it was a long time in coming. Quite frankly, so good on them. And go watch your your new Star Wars in in 4K, everybody, on your Apple TVs. Yeah. So um, before we segue that you already kind of started to do, <laughs> um, the uh, is my audio any better, Wabbit? Um, I you, may have just been a mic placement. Yeah, your 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 volume had gotten a little low. It is a little better now, and I'm sure okay. my, I'm sure Wabbit will confer. Um, and then also, it says after show. Uh, if you want oh. to correct that. Oh, I'd have to figure out how to turn that off. Hold on. <laughs> how do I turn uh, it off? <laughs> so you, you mean you already sort of insinuated the next, the next thing. Barely. Which is that, um, you know, Disney's shows and Star Wars are on Apple TV in 4K HDR. Um, this was the thing that I, that I mentioned in the pre-show that makes me question my life choices um, because I can get 4k, uh, star Wars on lots of channels, but I can't get it on the one where I buy all my stuff, which is Amazon. Um, Amazon is just really lacking in their 4k movies and, and content department outside of the stuff that they create for prime. Oh yeah. So it's been making me a little sad. Like I could buy the Harry Potter movies in 4k on Apple, but I can't get them on Amazon. 
Yeah. So it's this is good news in that some more, a lot more people can get 4K Disney content. Bad news because I still can't unless I want to switch to Apple, which kind of makes me wish I would have made that decision long ago <laughs> because Amazon is making me sad right now. Come on, Amazon. Take care of me. Yeah, it's, it's not like they don't have enough money to do it. So that's OK. You know what you could do? You could get yourself a cheap android tv i mean like whatever android 9 or whatever and if you wanted to you can get the brand new google tv interface on it uh by sideloading it onto your android 9 device that's right uh those hackers those guys who know all the tricks on those uh forums out there are uh, giving you the instructions you need in order to download the apk and sideload it onto your android 9 based uh android tv device to get the google tv experience on your device um, it's not recommended for the uh, faint of heart because you know you are messing up with your uh, your your um, your with your software in a, on something that's not supported so will it work probably the question is how well yeah. will it work and it's a good question we don't know for certain <laughs> but uh, if you are interested in that that is now available for you yeah I, I love seeing articles like this mostly just because anytime that People manage to make things work that aren't supposed to work. Um, it, it makes me happy because that's the kind of the community that that we have with the the hacker community out there. And um, it also makes me a little scared at the same time because as somebody that has spent a lot of time developing software and deals with security, <laughs> um, I kind of know that if anybody wants something badly enough, they're going to find a way to get to it. Yeah. Um, hence all of my credit cards being stolen recently and things like oh, that. Ooh, I'm so sorry. That's not good. Oh, yeah. The credit cards weren't as bad as the checks. <laughs> uh, somebody has oh. been cashing checks out of my account. That's, that's been is frustrating. That, yeah, is it time to close that account and start another one? Yeah, we're actually going to have to do that because we we talked to the bank and had them cancel the blank, the block of checks that we suspect were stolen and we still are getting charges. So anyways, totally, totally irrelevant. But yeah, hacking. Keep it up. It's great. I'm a big participant or more of a lurker in the hacker community. Um, You're all for white hat, white hat hacking. Yeah, eh, gray hat, whatever. Just don't commit actual crimes. Okay, that's fine, I guess. Um, here's an actual crime for you guys. Uh, looks like uh, Facebook's Portal TV device. You know, that device that sits on top of your TV and allows Facebook to look into your very soul of your house. You know, it's uh, now able to support the uh, Netflix app, which actually kind of makes sense because... Everything has Netflix, right? So what took them so long? But um, uh, it looks like the Portal TV only had Amazon Prime Video, Showtime, and Sling TV up until now. So, Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time talking about this without just getting into Facebook in general. And um, this really, <laughs> how could you possibly release anything designed to provide uh yeah i mean i guess the the <laughs> subtitle is is 
is it's becoming a real streaming stick. Like, well, it obviously wasn't before. I mean, and that wasn't totally what it was intended for. It was initially advertised predominantly for communications. But then when you tack on, oh, it can do these other things as well. But you do them in such a half-baked way that you shouldn't even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, add features and let them be in the background, fine. But don't don't market something that is so half-baked as what this is. Uh, well, remember, it's intended not to be a streaming service. It's always was intended to be that device you could put on your either have the actual you know monitor with device, so you could have an easy way to talk to somebody else who has one. Or it's supposed to be the you know the one we're talking about here, which is the one that sets on yeah. top of your TV and makes it into that. So the fact that it's getting these other services means one of two things: either people are really demanding it, or it's not getting enough use of its original form that they're trying to spread it out a little bit, and or and so likely one of those two, likely the latter. Um, yeah, I was going to say likely the latter. Uh, the- <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, how many people do you hear talking about their portal TV on a daily basis? Literally never heard anybody talk about it. <laughs> except for on this show. <laughs> except on this show. And none of us own it. I can't. Have intention of I buying, can't right? wait. You know, I give it less than five years. We'll have the stories about people spying on you. People being spied on on, on their portal TVs. Five years. That's yeah. what I say. That's what I think. Uh, let's see. Next story is a quick one. YouTube TV, YouTube music, excuse me, which is the replacement for the old YouTube, uh, uh, for not YouTube, for Google Play Music, uh, is used to have uh, the ability for you to, uh, Chromecast send out uh, audio to over to your Chromecast. Uh, but that was a feature you had to pay for to get that. And they have since dropped that, or, uh, so now you can get the uh, Chromecast audio being sent over the system for the free accounts as well. So, yay for having support for your own hardware, guys! Good job. <laughs> I, have you, yeah. you, you're still a Spotify guy, right? <coughs> oh my goodness! Sorry, what? You're a Spotify guy, right? No, nope. That's Clyde. Okay. I've got, um, I have YouTube Music and um, Amazon Music. So I, I have this uh, by nature of paying for YouTube Premium because, you know, ah, nobody yeah. wants to watch commercials. YouTube when they watch Premium YouTube. is so worth the bunny because you're. Uh, because the amount of YouTube content I watch, my, you subtract all the commercials that I'd have to watch, is so so worth it. Quite frankly, because yep. <laughs> uh, I wholeheartedly oh. agree. Okay, uh, so hold on here while I quickly transition to this just right here. And I mean, I I think you you summed this up so perfectly, though. It's like. Yes, now Google supports their own hardware for their services. Like, <laughs> wait, this wasn't already a thing? Come on. I know. That's just kind of how it is sometimes. All right. We are going to now transition to a new story here. Hold on. Okay, we have uh, a sad story. Not because DSL was a good thing, but because DSL was better than nothing. Uh, mm. Guys, if you guys have been an AT&T customer and you've been depending on your DSL, um, I'm sorry because uh, they've just dropped DSL service 
uh, for uh, uh, AT&T has dropped all DSL service and is not longer selling it. It's basically left millions of people in the lurch without any access to uh, a ground-based DSL. Um, the, the, so this is kind of a, a sad story out there. I mean, are we going to go back to dial-up? And according to uh, uh, the Wabbit, I skipped a story. I'm sorry I did that. We'll see about that. So I think, I mean, they're not in the lurch yet, right? Like the current DSL customers will be able to continue their service uh, or upgrade, but uh, new new customers will not be able to sign up, at least in the short term. And then um, they're phasing it out right now. So they've still got a while before before the existing customers will will be forced to find a different solution. Right. And yes, absolutely, you are right. I did uh, miss a story here. I apologize. Let me see if mm. I can do this to... Mm. So it looks like here's the story, uh, is that the, that Google uh, will, will give you a Chrome, the, one of the new Chromecast TVs for free if you are willing to pay for one month of YouTube TV. One month of YouTube TV being currently what? Six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like it's gotten to that point. I think you're. I think you're a factor of ten too much, but no. Um, no, it, basically, if you are a new customer, sorry, existing customers cannot apply. Darn it! Uh, you can get yourself a free, uh, normally fifty dollar uh, Chromecast uh, TV for just buying one month of YouTube TV. This is brilliant. They're going to spend. You're going to spend $65 thinking, oh, I'm going to get a $50, $50 thing for, you know, for the cost of $65, but get a month of service for free. So it's going to feel like you're getting it, uh, getting it for absolutely for free. And you're going to be hooked on the YouTube TV service because you'll forget to, dis- <laughs> to unsubscribe. Say, and the they'll, least you'll forget for three months to They'll make right? millions of dollars off of this deal. This is brilliant. And they'll get, get a lot of these Chromecasts with remotes out. So this Google TV is going to become more popular. It's just brilliant on every level. Good job, Google. You guys are so smart. I- I do think this is a good idea. I agree. I'm. It, it honestly makes me tempted to do it. Um, I, I have the research to do now. We finally got word that Boise State is going to play some football this summer. Yay! This Super stoked about that. So now I got to figure out what channels those are going to be broadcast, how I can watch it, and maybe because of this, I will opt for YouTube TV. Because I'll tell you what, if if I can get a Chromecast for free, mm-hmm. then I can just factor that out of the price. And then YouTube TV becomes competitive with every other service. Um, they got you hooked. So, yeah, I, I may I may actually go this way. I think it's very likely, assuming they have the channels for for Boise State, then, um, then this is probably what I'll be doing. YouTube- and I'll be getting me a, a Chromecast. Yeah, so YouTube's been uh, working really hard on making sure they have most of the sports. Maybe not as much as like a Fubo or anything like all, but the prime sports they want to make sure they get. And the college football is one of those that they tend to be on top of. But you're the basketball, right? No, football. This is football. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll probably have it for you one way or another. They'll find a way. They always find a way to get you to pay. Isn't that the truth? All right. Well, you know, we had the story about AT&T losing DSL. Well, we might have actually a 
good solution available to you soon if you would like to have Verizon's LTE. Uh, the various different uh, providers out there have been w providing LTE services to different zones uh, as a um, as a uh, uh, what do I what do you call it as a home ISP option. Uh, but most of them are in either very very few zones. You're not really in way, easy ways to get to it. Or the really annoying one is the one for uh, 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 with the T-Mobile one, which is actually everywhere they have T-Mobile service, which is a lot of places, but you have to sign up and get in line and they might choose you, but probably not. I know lots of people who have said, hey, I want to try it. And they're like, mm, no, no. I don't know. So they actually are Verizon, a company I'm usually not really excited about is for real starting up the services uh, for people to have in a huge number of states. Uh, and with, actually, there's a guy, there was a, a story I read where they actually showed the, the somebody actually did all those zip codes in the in and uh, was able to get the, all the maps stitched together and makes an actual nationwide map of what the places it's covered. It's not a huge map, but it's pretty awesome. It's a, it's a pretty decent one. And uh, they're talking about it costing $40 a month as, as if you are a, uh, uh, a Verizon customer or $70 a month if you just want internet and you don't need to and you don't need to and you don't want their, their cellular services, which is reasonable. It's not great, but it's not horrible either. Uh, apparently, if you, uh, uh, excuse me, it was so, um, excuse me not 70 60 dollars a month my apologies they also make you yeah. pay for the router which uh, the lte router is going to be costing uh either 240 dollars or 10 dollars a month for two years so same cost either way um but you're, they're getting an uh, speeds of around 25 megabits and up to 50 megabits a second and lte's uh actually halfway decent latency it's not great but it's not horrible I meaning like 200 milliseconds is probably reasonable for lots of people less if you know on good days and maybe a little worse on bad days but geez for people who don't have anything and i know lots of people who don't have anything this is a great option yeah i i think um so this would really appeal to me if it was 5g instead of lte um the speeds are just not fast enough but i do agree if you have decent cell service uh, through Verizon, then this is going to be a great option for you. And, um, you know, what what I would say, though, is just make sure you test the cell reception you get throughout your house hmm. um, or at least at the point of your house where you would likely uh, place the router right. um, before you do it, because that is going to be um, make or break on this, you know, having, having utilized like clear wire, which then became clear. And, you know, um, that was the one thing that's, that's most important is you won't get better service on this router than you do on your phone. So make sure your phone gets great service that your bandwidth is, is acceptable. And then it's, it's a good option for you. The, the downside here is that honestly, most people that have good, that good, uh, LTE service, they have multiple other options for internet as well. Right. It's it's fairly uncommon that a, a really rural home has really good LTE bandwidth and and can't get um, you know 
something. cable from AT&T or whatever. So I don't think this solves a lot of problems. The one question that this doesn't answer for me is whether they lock your router into place. Um, sell, uh, Clear did that, started to do that at one point where um, you weren't allowed to like take your router with you and go all over the place. Right. If they do allow you to move your router wherever you want within uh, LTE reception, then it's still a, a really good option. I knew, um, like, I, like I mentioned when we talked about Clear, I've known realtors that like to take it with them places. I knew people that use their LTE router or their Clear router for their business internet and their home internet. Like they took it back and forth and so they could have internet at multiple locations for the price of one. Um, very cost effective. So, um, interesting. I, I don't, I don't see it being a great option for a lot of people, but for the people that it is, these kinds of things are really good. Give me 5g though. That's what I say. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll see what the, what the future brings. I hope something because as someone who's uh, about 8% of the school populace is using a, or actually probably more than that because more than one student per, yeah, probably closer to 10% of students are on hotspots provided by my school district. And and that's because uh, broadband options are horrible. You know, DSL and, you know, the fact that, you know, DSL sucks. And mm-hmm. yeah. not the fact that, you know, I'm supposed to get 10, but I'm really getting two. It's the fact that I'm really getting two, but actually in reality, when everybody else is on it, I'm getting about 0.2 or 0.02 megabits per second. And it's, they can't, and people just can't rely on that stuff. And it's amazing that a shared medium like cellular service is actually working better for these people. Yeah, see, DSL shouldn't do that. Like cable should. Cable's shared, but DSL should not be doing that. That's weird. Um, rural america old copper lines yeah i mean it's not because the yeah i I think the other thing i would say is um you know people like me this kind of solution almost provides an option right because i live in a my neighborhood's not old but it went in right before fiber like 12 years ago right before fiber started and they will never upgrade my neighborhood i'm thoroughly convinced of that every neighborhood around me has fiber they will never upgrade mine maybe in 10 years and so i'm i'm stuck at where i'm at i'm never going to get better that's why i would jump on the opportunity for 5g because then i could get real speeds um without having to you know say okay fine i'll pay the six hundred thousand dollars to run fiber into my to my, you know, the, the two blocks that it needs, right? Like right. it's only like a block, but for them, it's not worth the probably several hundred thousand or a million dollars to run at that two blocks. Um, because we're paying, we don't have an option. It's not like AT&T has better service than Spectrum here. They both suck. So there's no competition, no need to drive. Weather Magic just- asks... Uh, can you buy your own router? It looks like the answer to that question is no. I don't know very many third-party LTE Verizon uh, supported routers out there. So maybe there, there are. There are cellular routers you can buy. Um, hmm. I don't know. That's that's actually a good question. I, I don't see why you couldn't. But um, 
But if in this case, I'd want to buy theirs and, you know, say, hey, it's your router. <laughs> you should know how to make uh, it work. <laughs> in this case, I would do that. The other one. He I mean, says, the thing is, you can get LTE routers for as low for under 100 bucks. So uh, that's the that's the thing is like, do you want to pay 250 or would you rather get the Netgear LTE broadband router? That's only 130. I'd only buy the um, Netgear because Netgear guarantees for life their equipment. Otherwise, it would never get a Netgear. <laughs> right. Hey, so, Nickier, it stopped working again. Can you send me another? Sure, here you go. Yeah, thank you, Nickier. Yeah. <laughs> we love your lifetime guarantee. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it is it is a totally valid question. I do think there's there's a reasonable number of options. I wouldn't. I don't see why you couldn't, but you never know. It is it is a good point though that that Matt brings up. I've taken to buying my routers, but buying them from the provider just so that I can say. This is the router you sold me and told me to buy, right. and I bought it directly from you. It's your problem. Fix it. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So here we are. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next story here. I just have to find it. What's the story of the day? What's the story of the day? Where is it? I'm trying to find it now. I am lost without it. Oh, this is it. Hey, guys. It's kind of it, Tomorrow is going to be a sad day because uh, we are going to be losing Regal Cinemas maybe forever. Uh, Regal Cinemas has been uh, trying very hard to uh, move forward with uh, their, with their, uh, you know, their, uh, with this very weird and very low amount of movies that people have been dealing with due to the pandemic. And it looks like 007 was, ha- had the license to kill the theater because be- when they delayed until next year, uh, they went then announced that they did not think they had enough of a kind of any of business for them to continue on, and so they are at least temporarily closing all 536 theaters in the United States tomorrow, which um, is that's 40,000 jobs, guys. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, it, so it is, and and I think that it's it's really sad to see. I. I have no particular affinity for any movie theater chain other than um, Alamo Draft House, but I've been to many Regal Cinemas. That was the only thing in the in the town that I grew up in, and so uh, I like Regal as much as any of the others. It makes me sad to see this happening, mostly because I do still think theaters are a great way to see a movie. In, in fact, in my opinion, still the best way to see a movie. Um, unless you're a billionaire and have like the same kind of theater in your house, right? That's the best way. But unfortunately, uh, I'm short about $999,999,000. Is that it? Oh, come on. Maybe, maybe a few more thousands. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Come on. He like loves all your stuff. Lend him him some money. Let him take care of this for you. Exactly. Um, but so so this is why I, I think, you know, I think it's really great to see like Cinemark, their their approach to this is they're offering private watch parties mm-hmm. um, and they're they're showing great classic movies that maybe you didn't see with your kids and things like that. So um, I did a, a private watch party with Empire Strikes Back. Oh, you it did? Was like, um it was like 125 bucks, I think. And I was able to take 20 people. Nice. Um, and, you know, the theater, of course, sits like 100. 
So 20 is still social distance. We invited a couple of other families. We set different families on different rows. This was actually several, uh, a few months ago. And um, so everybody's still social distanced. We got to watch the movie. We got the popcorn and things like that. It was absolutely phenomenal. And being able to watch Empire Strikes Back on a big screen was so great. I, I agree. And Go ahead. It, uh, I was just, like 125 bucks isn't that much for that experience. No, I agree. Uh, I I remember when they re-released the three movies, uh, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi in the theaters in the 90s. And uh, I and I said, I'm going to watch all of them because I have not seen, I've seen the movies so many times, but I've not seen them in the theaters. And so I want to see them in the theaters. So I went by myself and sat in that chair and started watching Star Wars and the first thing that happens is everybody is aware spoilers i guess for a really old movie that everybody knows is that there is a star destroyer that goes over your head and in the theater it's gigantic and (laughs) awe-inspiring and now you know why all the jokes uh were about that you know giant ships flying by the screen uh because that they did it first on there and maybe they didn't do it very first but the first big time doing to do it and it was totally effective I remember watching it a hundred million times as a kid and going, oh, that's funny. You know, that little ship is being changed by that bigger ship. Oh, big deal. Ha ha ha. But uh, no, it, it it was awe-inspiring at that, on the big screen where it fills your entire vision. And it was like, oh, wow, yeah. that's huge. And it was great. Absolutely. All three movies were much better on the big screen. And uh, I can't that say that's always true, but that was definitely true for that one. So that's, that's the yeah. case here. All right. Yeah. Uh, and- I just want to say, like, you can still do that. And some of their movies are only a hundred bucks. You can go see Harry Potter one with your family for a hundred bucks. Yeah. And split it with another family. And now you're only paying the same price you would normally pay to go to the movies. That's true. Split it, split it with four families. You're going to get a steal. (laughs) You're getting a steal. So, I mean, I, I really do think this is a great opportunity to catch up on some of the classics Go with your families, do a private watch party, your your family, a friend's family. You can social distance, do whatever you, you want, and um, just enjoy enjoy the movies the way they were originally intended to be seen. And hopefully keep some theaters alive through this insanity. Yeah, I agree. That would be great if we could do that. It'd be nice to get back to... Uh... Uh, you know, doing our, our, our movie draft and things like that. I've, I've really missed that stuff. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting story. This is our last story of the night, everybody. This is a story about a new feature that's launching on Netflix. That's right. It's what you've been waiting for. It's the worth the wait section for Netflix. That's right. It's a bar of movies that are, are going to show up on your Netflix feed that shows you movies that are coming out in the next 15 days or 365 days on the service. That's right. <laughs> it's totally worth the wait. Oh, man, this is so pandemic. I love it. <laughs> this is because <laughs> we've all been waiting for things to come out since March, like Wonder Woman and things like that. And, oh, is it going to be coming out anytime soon? Oh, let's flip through all these shows that are going to be coming out on Netflix eventually. Is it worth the wait? Amanda, this this feels weird, if you ask me. 
This is insane. Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, in my opinion. Like, okay, if if they said this was stuff coming out in the next 30 days, let's queue it up so that you can get it added to your watch list and get you excited about something that's about to come out, I would get it, right? But to be queuing up stuff that's months and months away it's insane. Like I find it absolutely absurd when I see trailers for movies a year in advance. I think it's dumb then. And I think this is even dumber. And I agree with you. This seems so pandemic, like, but <laughs> why are we latching on to the dumb, bad things about the pandemic? Just show us the content that's about to come out and let us watch it. Um, this, this does nothing for me, especially since as I look on the the picture that they provide, I definitely don't want to see any of these movies or shows. <laughs> these are definitely none of them worth the wait for me. Oh, you know, you maybe can... La Revolution, but I very, very much doubt that. Um, yeah, this is um, this is making me question my my Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, no, truly, this will end up being a good thing because they will. Because obviously, right now the problem is everybody, everybody has watched everything on Netflix that they want to. So, uh, I, 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 and uh, I, I see we have a, a heckler in the crowd right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we will ignore him. Uh, but no, this is uh, a feature that will end up being good hey, because Matt, they will. Matt, just what? a sec. Okay, look, I, I I think that it's it's unfair for us to ignore the hecklers. Look, here's the deal. If you're having trouble with this show, you can join our other Patreons. We have a special tier that we have offered. <laughs> and you can make this show go away. <laughs> what was the number? $1,000? What was it? I think we said $1,500 a month. Okay. I mean, look, you got a problem. Just saying, we love our patrons enough that we'll stop showing this show if they want us to. But they got to show us that they want us. <laughs> oh, hey, Poodle, I hope you're doing okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly, you know, the kind of thing we needed to know I, is what's coming up in the future. And I think this will actually be a good uh a good uh, a a good thing oh. eventually so so that's that's good to hear clyde or sorry poodle um <laughs> everybody knows we're, we're we're glad that you have power again we don't have to question whether you're going to freeze to death before the power comes back on it, that is at this time of year that's a serious question where you live um so glad to hear that you've got power. Again. It's okay. Uh, what we'll do is, but but uh, at the uh, 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 at the end of the show, we'll see if we can get Clyde on here to get his opinion on some of these things. But it's too <laughs> late for Clyde. Well, the show must go on, and this time we will go on to some rants and some raves. All right. Well, that's that time. Do you have any rants? Do you have any raves? Yeah. I mean, I got, I got a little bit. Um, uh, the biggest thing for me, of course, you know, I demoed 
my Oculus Rift last mm -hmm. week. Um, that was prior to uh, the... Um, well, my brain is completely shut down all of a sudden. <laughs> um, that was prior to Squadrons coming out, Star yeah. Wars Squadrons. So I have a rant and a rave both about this. Um, I'll start with the rant. Mm -hmm. I pre-ordered the digital download from GameStop in the store. The salesperson told me that I would receive an email with the codes on the day of release and I would be able to download my content directly from Origin and start playing. Right. The salesperson was thoroughly incorrect. <laughs> oh no. Uh, the reality is you have to physically go into the store and get the code printed off. Oh. So that was my first sore disappointment at midnight. I went to look for my email, hoping that I would have it and be able to start the download so I could play as soon as I got done with work the next day. And alas, I was disappointed. So I took a long lunch. I went down to the store to get my digital code. And you know what? The origin server's connection to GameStop was temporarily down. They could not give me the code at that time. So I, she, she did have an option. She said, I can refund you your money and you can go to the origin store and buy the game. It's the same price. And I said, no, I want my pre-order content. Mm. I want those skins for my starfighter and my pilot. Okay. I will come back later, figure it out. And, and I'll just come back later. Okay. So I did. So now I'm, Hours of my personal time wasted. If I had just bought this darn thing on Amazon, I'd be playing the game at this moment. Go back to the store. I talked to the guy. He tries. The girl actually called me and told me, we got it figured out. Come in. We'll get you your code. Okay. This guy goes in. He cannot get the code to work. So without saying anything, he says, hmm, okay, just a minute. Boop, 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 boop. Here's your code. And I was like, Oh, cool. It worked. He's like, yeah, I just refunded the money and re and reissued. And I was like, and so this is still going to have my pre-order content that I ordered a month ago and paid for. No. Oh, then he went and got his manager. She spent 10 minutes and tried things could not accomplish anything. So alas, I have the game, but I have no pre-order skins. And unfortunately, they don't even offer the option to buy them. Like, I can't, no right. microtransactions in the game, so I can't even just buy extra skins. I just don't get any. Makes me sad. They're not sad enough to make a big deal about it, though. But that's my rant. Do not pre-order digital downloads for your PC or any digital downloads. I'll just say that. Do not pre-order digital downloads from GameStop. It's a bad but idea. You are a ranting man on the internet, which means you know that if you're famous enough, somebody somewhere will watch this and fix it. So yeah. you famous person watching this show, you should probably go to patreon.com slash the bot squad and uh, uh, subscribe 
so you can continue watching and let and we'll keep you up to date about the various problems we're having with our game codes that we pre-purchase with co extra content from gamestop i promise every time yeah. something like that comes up we'll let you know <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry that uh you're having issues with that i'm sorry I, I seriously if if i were you i would go ahead and uh uh, make us think about it with in a forum or something uh, with I mean, the company. I, I mean, I don't know. Get, so I'm just going to call, thing, call like, on the phone and just say, hey, you know, I have this. I have my receipt. It is actually, you know, I did prepay for it, and I really wish I could have it, but no. And that's the thing. Like, I would totally do that, but here's, like, and I would rather pay 20 bucks to get the pre-order content now, but I can't do it. Like, it's just, it's not worth my time, unfortunately. I got too much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, uh, I did get to play the game and? and it is unbelievable. It is nauseating and fun and exciting. And if you get motion sick, do not play this game in VR. You will screw with your head so badly. My daughter tried it and she, she, she took it off after about 10 minutes. She's like, it screws with gravity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, she was she was nauseous for like an hour um i i did get nauseous the first two times i played it but after a little bit my brain started to get accustomed to it it is so amazing it is such a well done game it is so cool to fly a space to fly in star wars to to strafe a star destroyer and take out the um take out the cannons and uh the the recreations of the models are so detailed and so good it's just gorgeous mm. uh i absolutely love it and i haven't even played it all that much it's just because i've been so sick but it's such a great game uh and it's got to be played in vr like vr is the way to do it i've got my joystick my throttle my hodis set up and it is just so great very uh, cool if you like Star Wars at all, you owe it to yourself to try this game. Okay. But do it in VR. Uh, okay, my turn. I'm just going to say that uh, we've been really busy, not been able to do a lot of stuff. But this weekend, I am. I have uh, declared with my wife, who is uh, also just super busy with a bunch of her own work she's going to have to do this weekend. I said, we are taking a break this weekend, and we are watching... Uh, uh, Bill and Ted face the music this weekend. I'm sorry, we're just gonna do it. And she said, okay, we're gonna do that. So that is the thing we're gonna be doing for fun this weekend. One other thing I did want to mention, though, is that I, I, I love watching YouTube when I get a, few, a chance, and I came across something that uh, um, really made me really happy, which is uh, I don't even know who these guys really are. I barely, I just came across it. But there's a guy, there's a, a group of guys called the Corridor Crew. And apparently, they're a bunch of VR artists. They just do VR stuff, um, and they recreated uh, uh, one of the one of the light bike scenes in Tron, <laughs> and they recreated it 
to the point where you could it's kind of hard to tell that it, that it that it wasn't and they <laughs> and they complain a lot about oh my goodness the way they did this was way different than how we did this and uh but it was kind of an interesting look at of a uh, I, they, a little bit of appreciation about one of my favorite movies when i was a kid and uh and you know how hard slash easy it was for them to create it now in in, in a modern day and they just used uh uh, blender to make it they and one of the guys like was learning blender just to make it uh <laughs> and uh yeah uh they recreated to the point where it was i mean if you knew what you're looking for you could see the difference but no it's pretty much the same and then they took just the moment to go ahead and like turn on some of the features that they had to turn off you know like reflections and and, gl- and glow effects and things like that and uh, they did, they played it again with the all the effects turned on um, to say if it were to be made today same style but with all the cool features that we have today how it would look and it of course looked awesome as well so uh, that made me really happy to see that apparently they also did a uh, a deep dive into uh, how Tron was made and how hard it was because it it was insane the kind of work they did the kind of spreadsheets that they had to do to do the math because no there was no graphical way of doing this this was punching in numbers and then walking away and coming back and hoping your render came out right next day or something like (laughs) that so it was an amazing feat so uh yeah, yeah that, uh, if you're interested you can find apparently these guys have other i might check out some of their other videos the corridor crew on youtube um yeah, check out the we remade tron in one day to see what I, I, I i will second this strongly i i loved that video i'm a huge fan of oh. corridor i've been watching them for years they are outstanding um they have so many good videos uh love their stuntman react videos where they go into how stunts are performed and you know how they could have been done better in different scenes and things like that and they usually do that with a stuntman um because they're not stuntmen they're they're visual effects artists um but they'll bring in a a professional hollywood stuntman um and you know the the people they bring in are, are people that have like worked on avengers um the that have been um the the one of them was the one of the stunt doubles for black panther um, so they I mean they bring in like real pros and they do some amazing stuff. It's, it's a great channel overall. That video is outstanding. I agree a hundred percent. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. And I want to thank everybody who came to watch. If you are catching, watching us live, Hey, good to see you guys live. If you are catching us after the fact, either on YouTube or if you're picking up the podcast, uh, you can always come and visit and watch us live and get in the chat and yell at us and tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong because that's what people do on chat rooms. And you can and we're live every week on Twitch on twitch.tv slash the VOD squad and it's on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, that's right. You, you get a different time zone because that's where I'm doing it from. Uh, but yep, and we hope to see you guys soon. Uh, next week uh, we'll be here and uh, thanks for watching. So see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>